Hello and welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex, a podcast from metro.co.uk. It's a bit like having an orgasm, but we've got better vibes. <laughs> oh, you are, you are very funny. Very funny <laughs> very lady. Funny. Very Thank funny. Very funny. My name is BB Lynch. I'm Miranda Kane. And today we are talking to, or chatting with, as the Americans say. Oh, well, I'm super excited to meet this woman. She is a sex tech maverick, Miranda. <gasps> I fucking right. love a maverick. I know you do. Oh, no, what's Magnum. Bi- what's Magnum. Biggest I fucking hit? love a Magnum. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Actual idiot. <laughs> Welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex, Sex Tech Maverick, Lord Carlo. Good evening, good morning. Where are you? <laughs> uh, I am in Bend, Oregon uh, right now. Thank you for having me. Laura, before we talk to you about you and sex tech, what did you do before you got into this world? I'm always intrigued by people's backstories. Oh, gosh. I was doing a little bit of everything. Uh, I spent probably a decade in healthcare. Um, moving around that space for some time. Uh, and before that, I was actually, uh, I had gotten a full ride scholarship to become a Navy nurse. And um, yeah, and I ended up leaving on an honorable discharge to go home, take care of my family, um, my mother. And uh, and then I, I, I was one of those, one of those women that never felt I was good enough, uh, that never felt that, uh, anything I was doing, like I could really accomplish anything. And, but whenever somebody would tell me, no, that's not, (laughs) that's not one of those women though. That's just being a woman, isn't it? Uh, Right. Right. I, well, yeah, I guess (laughs) that's actually extremely accurate. Um, but whenever somebody would tell me, no, I would be like, Oh, okay. Let me prove you wrong. So, um, Mm. I was actually, uh, living in Portland, Oregon and, uh, going to night school, working on a pre-med track because I wanted to become an orthopedic surgeon when I had this mind-blowing orgasm and just thought, wow, how the heck do I do that again? Um, That felt really powerful. And uh, I remember actually having this orgasm and it was so just all encompassing that it actually like rocked my dumb ass off the side of the bed. And I fell on my on my back on the cold tile floor with one leg still hitched up on the bat on the bed. And I was just thinking, holy shit, how do I do that again? And um you know, you've been thinking, why do I do that again? Oh no, it was with a partner. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and I thought, but I kept thinking like how do I do it again by myself? Uh, I wanted I wanted to be able to to harness that power by myself, and it was absolutely mind blowing. And also, why is no one talking about this? Why have I not heard about this before? So, um, I started looking for a product that would actually help me recreate that experience, and I discovered it didn't exist. I was buying up anything I could. I wanted something that fit me. I wanted something that was hands-free and I wanted something that actually felt like a human partner. And I couldn't find anything like that. So I was like, well, why isn't somebody making this? And what would I need in order to create something like this? Um, You need anatomical data. So I started looking for that anatomical data. uh, And the the data in order to actually create 
um, the configuration needed in order to accommodate for multiple different body sizes. And I was looking in medical journals, I was looking in medical textbooks, and it didn't exist. So I started asking people, hey, where's your clitoris? (laughs) Most people were uh, their initial reaction was absolute shame and embarrassment. And very shortly after, it was, oh my gosh, nobody talks to me about this. Um, I, you know, I don't even, I hardly even talk about like stuff like this with, with even some of my closest friends in some cases. So they get really curious and want to talk more about it. And then I realized almost everyone I spoke to didn't know nearly enough about their own anatomy, about their own pleasure points. and. And then the last thing that I realized about every one of these people was that every one of them was like, why are you asking me this? Like, what's the end game here? And, you know, if the end game was a product, their response was, oh my gosh, I want it. When can I have it? And I was like, I'm not even sure what I'm doing. And it it just continued to grow as a very grassroots uh, kind of upstart that, um, eventually led me to found the company Laura DiCarlo in uh, 2017. This sounds like, I mean, fantastic. And thank God you did. But (laughs) I mean, thank God you did. But um, that's a lot of work. Couldn't you just carried on carried on having sex with that partner no um you know lovely lovely person but not meant for me um and uh you know like i said it was it was a very powerful moment and it was something that i think that every person with a vagina should be able to harness that kind of power. It's, it is empowering to be able to, to have control over your own orgasm and know your own body. And I found that the more people I spoke to that had to, um, you know, I tasked with, Hey, find your clitoris, find your G spot. And this is what we're trying to recreate. And I, I'm bisexual and I, I experimented with other partners and found that it wasn't just me that was, that could have this kind of orgasm. They felt uh, more empowered, more powerful, more confident to be able to go out and do great things in the world. I mean, it, it inspired me to go start my own company. Isn't that interesting? It's not just, I mean, not just about sex. It's oh. everything, everything, everything where that goes. Um, Osei, it's pronounced Osei? Osei. Osei. Yeah. Um, your eyebrows are great, but we'll talk about that in a minute. So Osei. <laughs> <laughs> theory. I don't know. If you, I love the name. It's like oh, I'll say. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we get that joke all the time. Miranda, um, <laughs> Laura, Laura caused and her product, Osei, caused an absolute uproar. Tell us what happened because I kind of think this is just. This sounds like a film. Oh, oh God, yeah. We're uh, yeah. It, it. I wouldn't be surprised if we end up on some kind of Netflix documentary. Um, mm. That I. I, I, that was also a call to action. Please come at me, bro. Um, but uh, we 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 took this this product, and uh, when, after I, I founded the company, I went to Oregon State University, and we kicked off this uh, industry funded research program with a bunch of their students and their professors uh, to get this product uh, made, and uh, ended up with a prototype and five patents. And we took all of that, and we went and applied for an. Ottery Innovation Award in Robotics and Drones. And thinking, oh, you know, like, let's just like get our feet wet and start applying for these awards because we know that it's worthy of an, of an award, but let's go for like mm. the big, the big, big award first. We probably won't get it, mm. but we got it. 
Um, you know, and we, we thought that actually meant a signaling, uh, like a turning of the tides. Wow. Women and people with vaginas in innovation, making a product for sexual exploration, got an award that must mean i mean by a by a very like cis white male patriarchal run uh association that must mean that you know things are changing and then a month later mm. they took it away from us and they called it obscene oh. they called it profane and they called it uh 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 immoral and i was just like wow bravo <laughs> we've arrived oh. yeah we have um and at the time uh, we only had about a team of of six. It was me and and like six engineers, mostly mostly women led, uh, women facing. We back to them and said, "Hey, like this is ridiculous. Like this is not a good time to be overly patriarchal. Um, you have you have products like this at your show. You even have VR porn geared towards the male gaze." at your show and you didn't have a female keynote speaker for 2017 or 2018. It's not a good look. And they still refuse to give it back. So we gathered up all of that information and we ran a worldwide um, awareness campaign about the gender bias at the consumer electronics show. And it, it, got a lot of pickup. <laughs> uh, to date, we've had over 4,000 articles written about Laura Carlo in the last two years uh, wow. internationally. Um, we, uh, you know, I ended up becoming an overnight international motivational speaker. I went from playing in the lab with my engineers to speaking at Forbes in, uh, in, in Israel overnight and just terrified. I was about to just vibrate right out of my pants. I didn't know what to <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, we ended up getting a lot of requests for OSA, obviously, because um, normally when you take a prototype or a proof of concept or to the consumer electronics show, you know, most of the people at that show know that this is an early early proof of concept or prototype and that we're not going to see these products for at least another year on the market. And, but the general, uh, general, uh, uh, consumers don't know that they expect to see it right away. So we then were in this race to get the product to market, uh, to be able to serve that consumer base. So, uh, we ended up launching Osei. We did a pre-sale launch in November and then finally launched Osei um, and started shipping of January 23rd this year. And we shipped over 30,000 units between January 23rd and just September 20th was when we last, when I last took a, a good count over 30,000 units. And that's wow. not just our Osei that's, we've actually launched, uh, since we launched Osei on January, uh, we've launched five more products, including Osei 2. So in the last, in the six months that uh, we launched Osei 1, we started getting a ton of feedback and we, we asked people, what could be better? How can we change this? How can we better accommodate your physiology? And we talked to thousands of people. I personally talked to hundreds of people and just wanted to know, what's your experience? Like, how can we be better? How could this be shaped better? How could the, uh, you know, how does, how does the overall experience, um, how could that be improved? And we ended up relaunching Osei or launching Osei 2 um, by August. 
which is also unheard of. So you call it oh so too. I call it my husband. But we'll get into <laughs> but we'll get into that in a second. Yeah, um, just describe what it looks like. I'm so intrigued now. You've taken all these specs and measurements. What? What? Just describe to our listeners what it looks like. Oh, um, I've had people tell me it looks kind of like uh, like a artistic looking lamp. <laughs> um, <laughs> That was, we, that was artistic, wasn't it? Artistic, <laughs> artistic yes, yes. <laughs> Not a- <laughs> the kind of lamp that I would start oh, designing. Oh, <laughs> Well, <laughs> we wanted our, uh, we wanted it to be, we wanted to to be really artistic. We didn't want it to look like you know another phallic looking, you know, just dick shaped object. Um, we wanted something that looked beautiful or as beautiful as you can with, um, you know, considering the constraints. Uh, and so it's, yes, it is phallic shaped, but it's actually got a long slender kind of gooseneck. It's like, kind of looks like a swan, I guess, but it's entirely completely flexible. So you can actually, you can grab the part that goes inside you, uh, the G spot massager, the, the urethral sponge massager, and the part that goes over the glands clitoris, and you can completely flex this thing all the way around. And it, it actually has a, it's, 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 really strong. So it's a little bit, it's not terribly hard to bend, but it's hard enough to bend to get into the right shape and it won't unbend. So you can both stimulate the G-spot or the urethral sponge and the entire clitoral urethral vaginal complex, the CUV complex. So you're stimulating the internal uh, vaginal anterior wall and you're stimulating the external portion of the clitoris where you can see the glands clitoris. And not only that, but we've, we've created this um, it almost looks like a mouth, actually, and that was the idea behind this was that it was to fit within the external labia and f- nestle up right against the vulva and encompass the glands clitoris, and it actually feels like a partner that actually really knows what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> That and has got a lot going on. It does. It's extremely complex. So um, where most uh, vibrators... One, they, they just vibrate. And actually, if you want a quick little history lesson, uh, Dr. Mortimer Granville was the inventor of the vibrator back in the 1880s. And it started becoming more popular around the, the, into the 1900s and 1920s. And doctors were using vibrators in order to combat what they called female hysteria. <laughs> Give me a break. And, and they, were, they were eliciting what they called uh, 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 female uh, hysterical paroxysms it's just another word for orgasm in order to combat female hysteria but apparently like i guess maybe using your hands these doctors would use their hands and i guess just they got sick of i don't know carpal tunnel (laughs) (laughs) bit of rsi (laughs) (laughs) so that's how the vibrator was born and we've been doing we've been using the vibrator for over a hundred years so most of these vibrators have somewhere between 20 and 50 parts they're very simple um you know they come in all shades of pink known to humankind (laughs) and uh all different sizes and shapes and uh we wanted to do something very different our product osay our hero product has almost 250 parts it's extremely complex. It has, uh, we've now um, 
filed for not for 10 patents, two of which have been um, granted to us for this very unique technology um, where we which is very specifically biomimicry. So we're actually mimicking the motion of a human partner. So OSE does not vibrate at all. It is not a vibrator. It is a sexual stimulator for sexual exploration. And we view these products as as more like tools than they are toys. I mean, these are products that help you to explore and understand your sexuality and, and your pleasure points. Um, they're... You know they're novel, but they're they're not toys. They're also kind of important. Your your mission statement is like, well, I know you've just said about you know the the product being banned and then the female hysteria. And your mission statement, I'll read it out to you, but I'm sure you know your mission statement, Miranda. Perk your ears mm. up. Mm. Our mission of creating a more sexually equitable world for all. And you'd kind of think in 2020 you wouldn't need that, but we still do. Oh God, yes, we do. Yeah, we we definitely need that. Did you just orgasm? Um, yeah. <laughs> what me or Laura? me or Both her? Laura, Laura. No. What was that noise? No. Unfortunately, not. Um, no. Uh, unfortunately, we're still we're still battling a lot of misogyny, um, and uh, and. At, we still demonize female sexuality and femme sexuality, and um, so our 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 goal is yes, it's it's we're we're very female oriented and very vaginally oriented. I should I guess I should say, um, but our goal is actually to provide products for all types of people, because um, like I said, um, you know. Well, I don't know if I said it. I, like we believe in in non-binaryism as well. I mean, you have the right to to want to be comfortable in in the identity that you feel most comfortable with and and to be honest we actually believe that um sexuality really informs identity and when you are comfortable within your identity that breeds confidence and when you have confidence that means you're able to go out and do amazing things in the world and that's how we want to change the world is allow people to find that confidence through their sexuality um unfortunately we don't we don't get the uh, we don't have the the privilege of doing that quite yet. Um, women are still demonized for their sexuality. Trans people are demonized for sexuality. Non-binary people are, and um, you know, I don't give me don't even get me started on on other sorts of um, intersectional inclusion, and and how we look at other different types of sexuality or or people from different different walks of life. We have a long a long way to go. It can be so uh, like. Because I know um, a couple of people who uh, identify as non-binary and trans, and for them, they just feel like there's nothing out there in the sex toy industry that is inclusive for them because they don't want to feel like they're being penetrated with these big phallic-looking objects, you know. And for some of them, their genitalia is very uncomfortable for them. So, do you think um, that OSEC is the start of a new? way forward of saying look here's how you can you can still have pleasure with a with a new way of looking at sex toys so we actually Ose is a start to that but it is a penetrative penetrative toy uh or a penetrative tool 
so to speak. Um, but uh, it's the start of it, yes, because we're actually very focused on creating sexual experiences more than we are focused on. We we, we talked about this when we when we were really starting to build our brand um, early on about whether we wanted to. Do you want to gear towards products towards men or women? No. Do you want to gear t- products towards vaginas or penises? Not necessarily. Do you want to gear your products and experiences towards experiences? Yes, that's what we want to do. So that's what we're endeavoring to do. We have, uh, like I said, we've launched five products and we have six more coming out uh, by, uh, hopefully by the first quarter of 2021. Oh my um, God. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we've been going nuts. Um, but we, we do have, and actually we, we've uh, just kicked off a uh, partnership with Ann Summers. and. Um, they are carrying three of our products, Osei, um, and they're also carrying Onda and Bachi. And uh, strangely enough, Bachi is just the clitoral portion, um, and it's it's ergonomically designed to be able to fit within the labia um, and encompass the glands clitoris. Um, and we've made the cavity wide enough so that if you have clitoromegaly, hopefully it should be able to fit. Um, if you have gone through, um, if you've gone through a sex change or you have an, an enlarged clitoris, um, it's a little bit larger than most toys, hopefully to be able to accommodate for that. I can't say that it does a hundred percent of the time, but we are moving our products in that direction so that we Mm. can accommodate for different experiences and different body types. So even if you are, you do fall in that range of human, um, it might not work for you, but we are, we are going in that direction. Um, and actually just a week after we launched with Ann Summers, our product Bocce, the clitoral stimulator sold out. Oh. Well, I think, what, what's the background of the names of your products? Oh, <laughs> uh, they're all Italian names. Uh, this line is all of the biomimetic products, uh, the ones that emulate human motion have Italian names. So Ose uh, means uh, risque or to dare. Um, Bachi actually means kiss in Italian. Oh. Onda. <laughs> oh. Great. Uh, onda, uh, which is a urethral sponge uh, or G-spot stimulator, means rolling wave. Um, oh, and then we good. have... Yeah, and then we have two other products um, called Carezza and Filare. Carezza means to caress, and it's actually, it has kind of a tapping and stroking sensation. Um, it feels like a human finger. And then uh, Filare means uh, to circle or to spin. And it actually feels like a tongue uh, spinning around the clitoris um, or wherever you want to put it, I guess. Um, <laughs> and they're both... Uh, uh, these all actually came from doing studies with real people and not just sitting in a boardroom and, uh, or in a conference room together going, okay, what, what are we going to do next? We actually asked over 1,500 people. But like I said, Ann Summers has three of those products. We're hoping maybe they'll, maybe they'll, uh, they'll take on a few more um, because Filaria is doing really well as well. Um, but I'm just really excited to see how well it's doing, um, especially with such an empowering, amazing company like Ann Summers. Jacqueline Gold is definitely a hero of mine. Well, also the Ann Summers Instagram account. So they launched I say to give away on Saturday and the follower account grew 600 plus in just 48 hours. So there's, you know, Demand is high. Do you want my review for Yosei 2? 
Oh, oh yes. <laughs> oh my god, Miranda. Oh my god, I can't believe that you didn't send it to me afterwards. So oh, could- shut your face. We're not that close. <laughs> so here's the confession, right? <laughs> the the clitoral bit was so intense and so like honestly I didn't quite know what to do with myself I couldn't even because so so Miranda what they say at the start is you know you you um charge it then you kind of get yourself in the mood a bit and just kind of have a feel and, and use the clitoral bit first to kind of get yourself aroused and you know then you can go for the double whammy I couldn't even go for the double whammy I was too wound <laughs> out by the single whammy so I've yet to have the courage to go for two because I won't get out of bed ever again I've got a career it was <laughs> It was extraordinary. I'm so glad you read the instructions first. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the kind of person who would just go, well, let's have it. Oh, my <laughs> God. No, but I'm so OCD. You know what I'm like? And I was like, I'm going to have to do the... Yeah, but honestly, Laura, it was insane. And then I was like, how the fuck am I... Excuse my Francais. Excuse my Italian. What's Italian for fuck? Probably Ose. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> 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 but I oh. honestly I couldn't even go to the second leg but I am um, I'm going to do that when I've got a bank holiday weekend free <laughs> uh, oh that sounds amazing yeah really it's, it's pretty intense yeah oh, wow. I loved it <laughs> um what's next for <laughs> what's next for your brand and, and for sex tech do you think I think you've kind of said it really just you know making sure it's actually inclusive well yeah I think um you know, in our and in products don't have to be this complicated uh, to be inclusive. We are we are a luxury brand, um, and and we we do offer products that are they're very high end, and there are products that are a little bit more on the on the high price side. So um, it's a little bit difficult to always be entirely inclusive, like because financial inclusivity. But um, what we do offer is making sure that we have like a payment platform. Uh, for our products, um, because products like this, like it's it's an investment. It's an it's an investment in your sexual well being. These products are not just you know about sex. Um, pleasure is really it, it's a bigger part of sexual health and wellness. So um, you know we stand by our products. We have warranties for all of our products, and we want to make sure that um, you know you have an amazing experience. So we also, um, as far as maybe not just tech, but just uh, the future of sexual health and wellness is concerned, we also offer a product coaching. Um, outlet, you can actually go to our website and join a workshop or talk to one of our coaches about whether you're buying a product or not, um, about, you know, what is the right product for you? Uh, because we want everybody to have a really truly holistic sexual experience. Um, because these products aren't just about sex. Like I said, it's, they, like people are masturbating. We actually did this. We, we checked this in the study. Why are you masturbating? People are masturbating because they are in pursuit of better sleep, uh, lowering stress levels and for a better sense of well-being. That to me screams health and wellness. So that's the direction I want to see sex tech move in. It's not just about like the technology and the innovation that we're that we're including. It's it's about why we're doing it. What is what is the purpose behind your profit? Our purpose is to is to create a better, more equitable, 
an inclusive world for everyone sexually um, so that they can have that confidence, so they can feel like they have a place in this world. Um, so that's that's what we want to see. Like, I, we want to see more companies that are that are are purpose driven, not just profit driven. I I just have one quick one more quick question though about your warranty. Um, does that does that cover loss of earnings um, for <laughs> when you can't walk the next day? Like our little, oh god, little Lynchy. <laughs> A little you know, you know, <laughs> she's self-employed. <laughs> you know, Miranda. Uh, Miranda, when we when I when we started this company, we were we were like agonizing over. Well, how long should it run? Like, how many hours should it go uh, before it gives up the ghost? And uh, you know, we were like, oh, I don't know. And I was like, you know what? I swear, if somebody actually, if somebody uses this for X many hours, so many hours that they actually break the thing with their vagina, I am <laughs> going to send them a new one and a trip. <laughs> there's your, <laughs> there's, your, there's your mic drop. Um, Laura, can I apologize <laughs> for Miranda uh, giggling earlier when you said high end? She is, she's, she's my second favorite child. Um, the mind is in the gutter. I am. I, this is so exciting. <laughs> Genuinely, I'm going to. Ta- well, I was going to say I was going to um, send you a little fax. <laughs> send you a little fax when I use the um, both bits of the um, I'll say too. But I think you'll hear. I think you'll know. You'll something. Yeah. Something was happened. Um, I'm hear from give, where you are. I mean, you're far pretty away. much. I think you could. Yeah. yeah. I think let if me, it's if it's BB Lynch having a go on it, there's going to be like a, <laughs> a fact. Well, three point yeah. four on the. On uh, the <laughs> On the Richter scale, yeah. yeah. Well, I, because I speak for my diaphragm, Miranda, because I've had training, so you know that's that's what <laughs> that's what happens. So, listen, let me just say for updates on everything, Laura DiCarlo, follow them on Insta at LauraDiCarlo underscore HQ, and go visit LauraDiCarlo.com. Absolutely brilliant to meet you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, baby. Thank you, Miranda. Miranda, what did you think? You haven't oh. tried it yet. You'll say too. Oh my god! I, where's my version? Where's mine? Where's mine? Well, Just if you I'm had a home, <laughs> <laughs> we were we were trying to get one to you. But if you had a home, yes, because I'm in the middle of a field in Inverness. <laughs> doesn't mean <laughs> we'll get you one because honestly, honestly, I was like. Better try it because we're going to be speaking to the brilliant Laura DiCarlo. Mm. And um, and I was like, oh, got to, you know, charge it, blah, blah, you know, thing. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, have a little go. And because I am OCD, I was like, I will read the instructions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're the only person that's I ever know. read a vibrator. I know, I know. And they were very well written um, <laughs> and very, very clear, concise. So I was looking at it and I was like, okay, right. So you have to kind of warm yourself up and you have to do that, the, the, the clip bit first. <laughs> I mean, do I look different? <laughs> well, look, I'm not going to say that the week you got a free Osei 2 and you quit your job at Soho Radio have anything to do with each other, but, it's, you know, it's a big coincidence, isn't it? You know? <laughs> I need all the time. I need all the time I could get, so we need to get that. But isn't it brilliant that the whole, um, her, I mean, she was, her, I mean, her eyebrows were great, um, but the whole thing of making the tools, not sex toys, the tools as inclusive as possible and yeah. getting, and they are high-end, but as she said, it's, they're not just sex tools, they are, they're a way of life. Yeah, 
And I do really recommend if anyone could, if anyone, uh, if you like podcasts, uh, I think it's This American Life where she had the, I shouldn't recommend a massive podcast that's number one in the world. Oh, but on. I'm going to anyway, because it was a fascinating story about how um, the sex tech industry um, just completely negated their award. So yeah. I yeah. really recommend listening. But she got it back though. Yes, she did. She, she yes, cleaned she did. it good and, and they're back. Um, <laughs> so look, I'm just going to scratch my right breast as I say this. I want to thank um, Laura DeCarla very much. Mm-hmm. Um, my name is Bibi Lynch. I'm Miranda Kane. And uh, Good Sex, Bad Sex was produced by Juliet Nichols for Metro.co.uk. You can get in touch with us on Twitter at Good Sex, Bad Sex and Instagram. Um, <laughs> we're just Good Sex, Bad Sex on Instagram. Uh, and there's about three X's on um, Twitter. Also, if you have a sexy question or a query or a topic or if you'd like to come on the podcast, I, we don't mean come on the podcast, um, get in touch, info at sexpod.co.uk. And we will see you next week. It depends what me and I say to her. <laughs> <laughs> Miranda might be on her own next week. <laughs>